Now, if you told me a show about money laundering could be good, I would look at you and be like, mm, maybe good for my nerdy self, but to the mass public, there is no way you can make that show so sexy. But Ozark does it. It does it. It's amazing. It's so good. From the very first episode, your jaw is dropped and you're on this like heart-thrumping thrill ride with the whole protagonist, Marty. You see, Ozark is about a money launderer working with the cartel and it goes very bad very quickly. And the whole time, he's just trying to stay one step ahead of a terribly bad situation. However, within this dramatic twist, this drama of a show has a lot of very interesting notes just about money laundering and the concept in general. If you didn't know money laundering is not simply just throwing your cash in the laundry. It's the act of taking dirty money and trying to put it in the banking system. Why does someone want to do this? Because you can't just bring $500,000 of cash and buy a house. The government would probably know that's illegal funds. You can't just take a blump sum of money and buy a Lambo for like $200,000. The government would probably know you're a drug dealer. All these things trigger the government to come knocking on your store with a couple of baseball bats. You see, money laundering is just trying to get your dirty money clean and then pay taxes on it. Now, the show... There is a multitude of businesses that Marty wants to launder his money um, using. And not to dive into the show too much because I don't want to ruin it for everyone who hasn't watched it and is like already intrigued because it's about finance and money. But one of the things that's interesting about money laundering is how much legit businesses can do better from getting a dirty money injection. Just having some rich guy or some rich drug dealers give you money to make your books and appear better, you know? I like to think that in the real world, this doesn't happen. But the more I start thinking about it, I start to think, I'm like, hmm, what businesses in the real world probably are associated with these big cartels, these big drug money pools who just need to clean their cash. How many of these businesses could probably clean their cash relatively well? I think one of the giant ones that really just just strikes out to me, just is so apparent to me that like, I'm like, if I was a drug dealer, I would clean my cash through this, these companies. It would have to be the cruise ship industry. Like that whole industry is like the perfect industry to actually make some sweet, sweet loot in. What do I mean? Now think about this, right? You're on a cruise ship. A lot of these cruise ships, their casinos aren't even open until they're in international waters. And of course, international waters rules are a little bit less stringent because you don't have to apply by the U.S.'s rules, Canada's rules, or whatever the cruise line's going out of, Europeans' rules. International waters, everything's fair game. You'll have, like, arcade uh, areas looking exactly like like casinos. Like, everything's fair game in a, in, a, in a cruise ship. And a cruise ship, of course, it's somewhat cashless, but it seems there's ways, probably, that you can 
influx and make it seem like, you know, you've actually sold more so you can get that dirty money in, pay taxes on it, and then all of a sudden it's clean cash. When I look at the cruise line industry today, as investors, we all see that it's getting absolutely donkey punched in Scott, right? It It's going through the worst unimaginable thing that could ever happen to the business. A national plague. I mean, no boats have been left in a while. And while all of the other companies are getting these massive bailouts, like the airline industry, the hotel industry, all these other companies who need it to basically survive, all these big businesses, even small businesses, cruise ships have been left off the list. You know, there's three big players. Of course, there's, you know, the Carnival Lines, Norwegian, and the Royal Caribbean, these three main players. And so far, it looks like none of them have been getting the access to bailouts, that of the, what the other companies are getting. Now, the big reason is very simple. These companies aren't incorporated within the United States. Now, you're thinking, wait, What? What does that even mean? That means that these companies do not pay their federal taxes to the United States. They pay it, like in Carnival Cruise Line's case, they pay it to Panama. And now you're seeing that, okay, if your headquarters aren't in the U.S., a company like Carnival was saving billions and millions of dollars on not paying the high U.S. federal taxes. And I'm going to go a step further because, of course, now that I'm a money laundering expert because I watch Ozark, you know, all three seasons, I'm not saying that to brag. I just know my money laundering now. Like, I could basically launder for a Mexican cartel. Um, I'm going to go off on a whim and say that I bet these people are probably into some shady stuff. You know, how many people launder their money through Panama? And you're incorporated in the place of Panama? Your books are probably looking so sketchy if you really get down to it. But I like to put a positive spin to all this. I think the positive attributes of a money laundering in a company like Carnival is if this is the case, which, you know, this is a long shot. This is the uneducated investor podcast. Let's get super educated. I think the cruise ships are honestly going to be just fine. I really do. I mean, you got a billion dollar you know, drug organizations or billion dollar criminal organizations ready to throw you money at a whim. I think you have an access to a pool of money that, you know, maybe just public investors um, don't really uh, suffice. You know, these other companies trying to get, you know, their, their stock back up through, you know, the public money. I'm sorry, dark pool money sounds a bit better. Maybe a bit bloodier, but it sounds a bit better because you know that people need you as much as you need them. Could you imagine, though, that they're really accents billion dollars of dollars? Anyways, Flight Crew, the moral of the story is if you want to get really you know, educated about what's going on in the investing world, you got to watch Netflix. you got to go on Netflix, watch Ozark. That is the only way to, to, to really access your true investing potential, to truly knock these markets out of the park. And that's why, at the end of the day, I don't necessarily discount the cruise lines. I don't think they're going to bounce back within the next year, maybe two years plus, but I don't discount them. And I don't think all of them are going to go out of business. I do think Carnival, 
any of them is going to make it for sure. But I don't think all of them are going to go out of business because I think they're a bit little more resourceful than we give them credit for. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. If you want to f- support the podcast, please, all you have to do is if you're on the Apple iPhone, go to the iPhone, click on the podcast, scroll down to where the five stars is, and just hit that five stars. Just thrust your phone screen. Just mm, thrust that phone screen. Hit the five stars. And really, I would love your support. It really means the world. And as always, we got to take off flight crew. See you next time.